This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. I'm back after missing an action for one week. This is Abhinandan Sekri. This is News Laundry Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur News Laundry apna hafta. Kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome. When the public pays, the public is served. And when advertisers pay, advertisers are served. And if the Cobra posting was enough to prove that, there has been recently a study which I shall tweet out, which shows that the world over people are more and more prone to paying for news now because they understand that's the only way of course india is always like not on that graph because we are still in the negatives but we'll get there on everything else we catch up a couple of decades late so yeah i really missed the hafta last week manisha yeah. how was it it was tame without you <laughs> it was tame without me <laughs> so no one was basically ranting very pleasant very ha ha kya hai acha theek hai bahut badhiya Chalo, today we'll try to reverse that. We have a guest joining us. Let me introduce the guest first, Rituparna Chatterjee. With more than 15 years of journalistic experience, Rituparna is currently the consulting editor at India Today and Reader's Digest. She's also the India correspondent for Reporters Without Borders. Oh, I didn't know that, Rituparna. Yeah, that's the recent. That's a recent. That's last a recent month. one. Oh, last month. Okay, then we need to talk after this. <laughs> and before joining India Today, no, seriously. Because, hi, by the yeah, way. Hi, 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 Rituparna. <laughs> Uh, she's also worked for media houses like the Statesman, PTI, Thomson Reuters, Network 18, and HuffPo, where she was served as a deputy editor and interim editor in chief. That was after um, SK. SK, uh, right? Wait, yeah. So you're no longer with But HuffPo we person. no longer talk about that face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so welcome to the Hafta. Thank you. We look forward to hearing your opinions on the media and on stories that did or did not. make headlines on the panel is manisha pande hi Hello. manisha hi. star anchor of the new show nuisance i hope you watch it yes it please it is getting better and better i'm most impressed it's really doing well thank Yay. you manisha very good job <laughs> and we have anand vardhan hello our opinion writer whose piece on um, the services i'd like to discuss was it repost on old piece or that was a new piece no, on the is on the civil services a new piece okay. you had written an earlier also right on the civil yes, services yes, yes. i remember because right. that i have written 6 7 pieces on right i remember that so because uh, that's a very interesting discussion which didn't get as much headlines as i thought it deserved this week and of course a managing editor raman kripal hi raman sir so let me first of all kick off with an insult to the mufat khors You know, you must have missed that last year. All you listen to the podcast mm-hmm. are free. If the earth hasn't swallowed you because out of the shame that the glani that you should be overflowing with, <laughs> uh, you might want to consider subscribing because it costs money to record this, to upload this. We have a new producer. Please introduce yourself, young man. Hi, I'm Parikshit. I'm the new producer, I guess. Yep. He's very shy, <laughs> but welcome, Parikshit. He's also producing nuisance for us. He's also yeah. producing nuisance and ah. Uh, Sound recordist Anil, hi Anil. Hope all is well with you. So let me start off by asking uh, Ritu Parna. You know, um, when I was young, is this is this true? Of course, it's it's a, if you want to just pass, you can pass. I used to I I got operated upon appendicitis when I was I think class eight or nine. So I was on bed rest for I think three weeks or whatever. So I payload all the readers because there was nothing to do. Yeah, there was no cable TV those days, <laughs> na. So right from 1970s onwards, all these readers I used to pile up in my house. and i read them and my sister very disdainfully said <laughs> you're reading missionary conversion nonsense <laughs> is the readers digest actually a trojan horse for 
Christianity to she said all the stories <laughs> and that are all about really? oh Jesus showed me yeah I I didn't know that I, theory I remember having this conversation with the editor of the Reader's Digest huh. when I joined and it was uh, yeah it had that kind of uh, impression in the US uh, as well oh, was it uh, but it's a general interest magazine and it was started by you know the so church. It, No. <laughs> no, I'm just wondering. <laughs> no, but uh, interestingly, you see these aggregators and curators now, right? Mm. And Reader's Digest is your original aggregator, where you know you we go through what's made news, um, lovely piece of article which didn't get as much play, and then of course, I mean, the contributors are paid and they sure. reach out and whether we can, you know, hey, can we republish this? I mean, they are the original aggregators. And then of course, you 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 get spammed, but those days by heart that you have been selected <laughs> uh, we for this, you still do. spam people. <laughs> So, yeah, but that's that's. But it, it, so it was a theory, right? That the, of course, all that yeah. each time I used to read a Reader's article, I used to be like. Okay, this is telling me that how being good is good for life, and if you do anything evil, you get punished. So maybe it is this like you know uh, subconscious way that the church is trying to get into my head to believe in the powers of Jesus. So I said, I'm because of conspiracy theories. Has anyone else heard of this theory, or is it just me rambling? No, no, this is this is a very. But the other three are looking at me like a demented person. No, I. I, I... Haven't heard about it, yeah. but now I'm just uh-huh. trying to, you know. You're trying to recollect. Recollect. What are the kind of things? I used to read it once upon a time, but not anymore. Anand, have you heard about My it? My one experience at RD has been that anybody from, I don't know how, uh, even a 14 year old. Oh, I used to read readers. What, what do you mean you used to read? You're 14. So <laughs> to 80 year old people, it's just like it's a constant thing. Oh, I loved it. Oh, there's so much love in. Anand, have you heard about? it was a feel good kind of magazine general magazine feel good kind of and it had aspirational value because in a section of middle class it was compulsory reading for improving your english right That's so, yeah. so yeah. it was very well produced also yeah so teachers and parents uh, they emphasized on reading it to improve your vocabulary or uses or this so uh, it had an educational value that's mm. why it caught up it had another value i have mm. to i have to say this because recently readers digest had this storytelling event at mm. triveni where uh, nilanjana and nilanjana roy and uh, taslima nasreen they came and they uh, spoke about the whole process of storytelling about women and nilanjana opened uh, when she was being asked like you know short promo she was asked uh, you know what is your earliest memory of readers digest so she had this hilarious anecdote where her grandmother would obviously get everybody used to get readers digest at that point of time everybody was a subscriber her grandmother would get the digest and look up all the jokes and then days later recycle them at parties <laughs> so so yeah. obviously they became her jokes we, we all have that uncle or aunt or parent who does that but um for a brief period or a long yeah, period it was yeah. owned it at tata's also had a stake in it Ha, uh, Tata Group had this. But I think maybe it's India Today Group now. It's part of no, India no, Today Group. But earlier, I think in 90s, mm. Tata had a stake on it. Tata and Sons. Mm. But maybe this comes from the fact in that it. you did find a lot of stories that spoke of miracle healing. Yeah, you found that. a lot so of miracles. So maybe that is why. Oh, also, you know, the drama in real life in the end huh. when that person would talk about how he or she survived. You know, it was God who showed me the way, kind of thing. Anyway, so moving on to other things that happened closer home in India. There's enough drama in real life. 
in the Indian news space on a daily basis. Uh, the most recent one being the BJP pulls out of the government in Jammu and Kashmir and the PDP BJP government falls. What are the fallouts going to be? There are all sorts of theories of how long governor's rule will last. Mr. Vora seems to get a lot of acclaim from everyone saying that he's a brilliant man and he should continue as governor because his term comes to an end on the 28th of June. I'd like to know what the panel thinks of that. Then there was Arvind Kejriwal's protest that ended. Now other people can also go wait in the LG's waiting room. It is not uh, occupied. But it's very innovative. Uh, very in- innovative. Now he's unwell. No? He's gone for leave to take care yeah, he's of his a, sugar. Acute, he has acute diabetes, so he's always unwell. And, and, and for a diabetic who's on Fast. serious insulin, on a, who to lead the kind of life he leads, I mean, it's not going to do his health any favors. I mean, I'm so regular and even I struggle with my numbers. Then the Airtel row, where Airtel has... We'll give you context on this. Airtel was accused of caving into bigotry on Twitter when someone, one of their customers said, I don't want to be serviced by a Muslim, but serviced by a Hindu. And then a Hindu miraculously did service her. <laughs> and then they've come out with an explanation on why that happened. It was a service operation thing. Yeah, I think that explanation has been drafted by a jackass from hell. So <laughs> what, Airtel, what you know, next time just even? send me, that? just get your entire uh, body to subscribe to News Laundry and I'll draft a better like explanation. It oh, was we'll a detailed, painstakingly written... Uh, yeah, for, for considering it took two pages, it yeah. didn't do... I don't know what like... You know, when you write something, there's a brief. What is it supposed to do? Is it supposed to get you out of shit? Is it supposed to get you into shit? Is it supposed to apologize? You have to know what you're writing. You can't just vomit words. I mean, that I do on the hafta. <laughs> a PR executive shouldn't be doing that. Then there was uh, Rohit Vimula's suicide revisited with Piyush Goyal making a rather bizarre claim, worryingly so, and then contradicted by Rohit Vimula's mother. And of course, the biggest news of the week, um, I guess, especially from our point of view, being news laundry and media crit and all that, Shujat Bukhari shot dead in a ghastly manner in Jammu and Kashmir. Mm. And Shujat used to write for us often. He had also spoken at our conference, the Media Rumble in 2017. So we shall start with that, should we? Let's just get on with that. Because that happened the day Hafta was recorded, right? Yeah, it was yeah. in the e- Thursday the, evening. Yeah, Thursday so we didn't discuss it last time. So we time. didn't discuss it. So, Raman, sir, uh, you know, your thoughts on its coverage, its importance, and also the same question that has been asked each time a journalist is killed, that why is this getting so much traction and not other murders? Uh, a, could you explain that very basic point to our listeners? And secondly, what do you think of the whole affair? No, I think it is getting traction because it happened in Kashmir and Shujat is a very well-known personality. He has worked for many, uh, I mean, a couple of newspapers and then he started... Yeah, he worked for the Hindu, Hindu, I think, Hindu, for 10 years. Hindu, for 10 yeah. years. So he was in the mainstream journalism and then he was, he went, I think he was with Kashmir Times also for some time. So I think the traction it got because it happened at a place with this lot of action. I think more important issue uh, in um, Shujat's case is who has done this? This is something which we I don't think we are going to see. So what happens when anything, uh, if, if a civilian gets killed uh, in Kashmir, we immediately think that uh, the militants... Sure. Or the, huh, but the in Nashka more Center. cases than less, they someone does take responsibility. No, when I was, I was in uh, Jammu and Kashmir with the Indian Express, that was in 2000. So I... I mean, it was 18 years ago. Now the situation is very different. I mean, uh, the entire state has, I mean, by by Indians, uh, you know, forces uh, account, uh, they have been radicalized. In 2000, I mean, I saw uh, some kind of, you know, I won't say bonding, but 
but some kind of understanding that the militants will never attack the civilians. Okay. But over a period, I mean, these 18 years, the scenario has changed. I mean, and, and we are also fed with this kind of information that the militants and we sitting, uh, you know, so far. One doesn't really know. How we, just, we just take it. It's and one mostly, of those places you don't really know what's happening. Yes, yeah. and, and mostly the reporters are, you don't have international reporters. Uh, you right. don't have people from Delhi, you know, reporting in Kashmir. Yeah, right. So I think the most important issue here is, I mean, it's very unfortunate. Shojat, he uh, was so well known, he was so poised. And, uh, and, and also I want to know that what really triggered his killing. Yeah, that, you know, that's the one question that I was like thinking about that one, I don't know if it's atypical for no one to take responsibility for a killing in Kashmir. There was some talk about Lashkar, no? Well, they haven't claimed Lashkar responsibility. Lashkar and Hizbul yeah. have been are suspected, are suspected but, but no, no one's claimed responsibility. No claim. So that was uh, one thing. And the, the second thing is that this whole thing of moderates having no, you know, they'll get trashed by both sides. Yeah. Because the fact is that if you live in Kashmir, it is, I mean, we should take that as a fact, it is not really possible to function day to day if you say that all the pro Azadi guys, you are wrong, we have to be part of mm. India. Even the biggest politicians bloody hedge on that front. Yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. No, in no, you private, have to be. All of them said, we want freedom. We want freedom. That's in my private. experience in private. Mm. My own photographer at that time mm. even he used the two packs down so the first thing that he will tell me that yes the mm. freedom will happen so and forget all this I mean uh, the the studies that the Indian forces have done intelligence groups IB and all so their own study is saying that the state has radicalized beyond imagination sure and that's, and, 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 and that's also I think a function of technology it's like the perfect storm coming together not technology allows radicalization at a level it didn't earlier Anand any views on this how it was covered what you thought was missing or what you thought was too much of I mean it's the discourse that followed it uh, now the conspiracy theories are there even Salah Rasid has uh, pointed towards uh, in the state hand, involvement state involvement that is a bizarre claim to make mm. now one day you believe JNK police in a different case and suddenly another day you don't believe it and Jammu and Kashmir uh, DGP SP Ved has uh, pointed towards uh, terrorist hands mm. and uh, the three re uh, three released photographs are linked to Laskar and this. so you cannot be selective about uh, believing Jammu and Kashmir police mm. first second is that they are seeds of extremism if uh, certain quarters in Delhi are thinking that he is uh, say pro-Islamist terrorism but uh, the terrorists the more radicalized terrorist may not be thinking so. Mm. So he he could be targeted for different regions. So uh, they don't, uh, different states of extremism don't speak the same language. Mm. So the terms of discourse change. So that could be one of the possibilities. Heard that uh, uh, the discourse that followed blaming that uh, someone labeled uh, him like uh, a sympathizer of terrorists, so he was killed, was uh, ridiculous. Yes. I imagine on the Twitter no, thing, Anand, 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 Anand Ranganathan's and thing was just tweeted. And Aditya's uh, retweet of Raj Kaul's um, Republic Sorry, TV. Sorry, Aditya Raj uh -huh. Kaul, uh -huh. Republic uh -huh. TV. So that was a ridiculous uh, claim to make. Even um, the press club of India India's statement has not uh, means uh, uh, explicitly mentioned uh, jihadi terrorism or 
terrorist hand. They have said that labeling of someone should be avoided, or they have pointed a finger towards that, but not. Uh, dealt the extremism issue. Hmm. Ritu, yes. what's your what's what? See, what do I, they call you for short, Ritu? Uh, oh, that's too Punjabi for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ritu is fine. Parno record. Okay. Punjabi <laughs> is Ritu. Acha Ritu. No, no, Ritu is just fine. Hmm. I, I don't think anybody calls me Ritu Parna ever. Okay. Hmm. No, so I see this because I was writing this up for RSF, and I see yeah. this from uh, like a press freedom point of view. And um, interestingly, so I was doing the research of you know basically his background and everything, and I found this 2000 uh, this uh, link of RSF press release because RSF sends out these press releases every time some uh, RSF is Reporters Sans Frontieres, something like that. Yes, It's called Reporters, reporters without, borders. without Borders, hmm. and uh, there's this. Uh, release from 2006 which you know has uh, shujat's comment because that was right after he was abducted uh, from his but i think it was hindu he was in hindu at that point of time or express so he was coming out of his office and he was ab- abducted and the only reason why he was not killed because the gun jammed right and he uh, ran Correct. away and uh, he escaped so since then he has the security detail with him and everything and uh, where he says that you don't know anymore who your enemies are and that's such a telling comment even in 2006 and eerily i think that also happened on 13 june that abduction incident okay. in 2006 and um, it was i was just thinking it's such a telling comment about kashmir yeah. Yeah. where it's come back to haunt me now now that the man is gone where you really cannot be neutral just as it's a reflection of i think uh, i mean in the, like a general state of affairs now you cannot be neutral you cannot say i'm you know in anywhere in anywhere national scenario uh, mm. federal politics you cannot be neutral i think other than not being neutral you know like what anand said i think that whole uh, anand ranganathan's comment at orf went viral because he was shot the same day i think had shujat not been killed that day that would have been like any other twitter yeah. troll war and the next day another twitter troll war would have taken over so i think the it whole got that play because it coincided and but since shujat died i i do feel the need to say this that i disagree with anand completely on that i think this tendency of coloring a person's entire body of work because of one tweet and this is what social media does you know when your life is twitter you pick up a tweet and project that into that is what the person is I mean, if I start doing that to people, everyone's a retard from a, a different level. Okay, so I of course disagree with Shujat's response to the Charlie Hebdo killing. That tweet was not appropriate, and I, right. I don't agree with it at all. Right. But to say that tweet proves that he was he's incapable of covering Kashmir in a way. as journalist is a ridiculous kind of projection it's okay, like i'm I right but i i want to play the devil's advocate here a little bit because i think you know this is doing exactly what anand is doing anand was doing because and so basically shujat tweeted saying that you are you are talking about my politics when i was not even there but that's i don't think that's so, but that's not a valid thing i mean the man's thing. not here to defend himself i don't buy that i don't agree with shujat on that So I don't think that is because if that's the case, then one can't write anything or say anything. Because I had once submitted a piece long ago to the Express, and I had made something, and I made a comment, a factual comment about Kamal Nath. It was cut out that time because Kamal Nath has we haven't got his view. So then don't write anything about anything. Don't talk about anything. Uh, we are discussing media critique every week here. Social media space labeling is not a one-way traffic. It. happens both ways so if if you make a factual statement about a communal situation people are very ready to say he is a big bigot 
he is a co- sure, but that is that is the, that's he, what I'm saying. Or, or which is if, why social media. As if they media, are repositories of wisdom and sanity. No, that but is wrong. But if your if you even make a nuanced argument which goes against a community, people will say that you are a bigot. They, they and, might. And and people should be ready to take it. Uh, and okay, and okay, okay, I am, right. but at the same time, okay, they might. I am a bigot. I am insane, but I will make this um, argument. But th- that is a. Po- I agree with you. But what I'm saying is that a that is why social media, in my view, is while it has many pros and I use it for you know marketing whatever. You have to understand what Twitter is. Yeah. I mean, to think Twitter is a long form story. It is a cesspool of allegations, counter allegations. But Anand, what you're saying is correct. But somehow, correct me if I'm wrong. Are you saying that as a truth that counters the fact that there is bigotry on Twitter? Yeah, means many things you you if you even put out a fact. No, I get that. What I'm saying is, I understand that and mm. I agree with that. But are you saying because that happens, bigotry shouldn't be called out? There is no bigotry. No, on it should be. It should be called so, out. So th- but there is bigotry as well, but, right? But this spree of level is sticking. People are very very eager to. But stick people are like that. But what I'm saying is, because there is nuance that is called out as bigotry see, doesn't mean there is no bigotry there see, is bigotry the problem is uh, if it's there is no problem uh, whoever calls you whatever on twitter because twitter i think anyway is a very small universe of what it's a bubble really and it's, and it's the dumbest version of discourse it is i yes, mean if, if you put hierarchy of discourse yes, yes but when when it i don't know i mean whether you agree to this but it's a problem when it translates to actual violence on ground which I think the whole Kashmir narrative I have seen changing in the last one year because of social media where Kashmiri journalists students in Hmm. JNU or anywhere the word jihadi rolls off our tongues so easily now nobody in their you know wildest imagination could you know just casually call a student Islamic mm. terrorist or jihadi I have never ever you know have heard this in, in the last a decade or so uh, like a fellow student in your hostel or you know yeah, you are a terrorist yeah, that's a phenomenal a phenomenon I think this is where technology comes in I think the world over the quick things but you haven't spoken on this Manisha so uh, this reminded me of uh Another similar killing in 1997 of a Doordarshan anchor, Saidan Shafi, who was also killed in Srinagar and shot dead. And uh, he was accused of again peddling India's narrative of being biased against the Kashmiri struggle. And in Sujad's case also, there was a lot of smear campaign uh, preceding his death where there was this blog I'm reading out for the blog I don't know who's written it or what but this is what the press club statement is talking about a lot of people labelled him as you know India ka jasus type so the headline says India infiltration through media houses to promote India version of Kashmir struggle and it says the scribes who betray the very blood that runs in their veins by selling the sacrifices so this named Sujat it named a couple of other uh, journalists so of course there is that very big danger in Kashmir that if you are even if you're a moderate or if you're even saying that militants should not be violent, should not kill or, you know, stone pelting should not happen, you're labelled an India sympathiser or a government agent. Yeah, that happens. And that is why journalists like Sujad have a really tough time because they have to, they're living there, they have to look at where they're placed and be balanced in that sense. So they can't, they won't go all out you know, a lot of people said that why aren't, why aren't journalists condemning uh, terrorists? If they start doing that... And they don't know, have to. They what don't I'm have is, to, uh, eh? But in yeah. Kashmir, it's very tough for them to openly say that, oh, you know, down with Uzbal or down with whatever. In Jaisin early Muhammad 90s, a producer was killed. Yeah, yeah. She was a lady. That I don't know. But this Sedan was also a Doordarshan anchor. 
Yeah, in nineteen ninety two. Oh, there was an engineer. I remember. Uh, Are you talking about the engineer? Uh, in ninety two. Yes, yeah. I remember the As case of an engineer. Was a Kashmiri pandit. A Doordarshan oh. engineer or something. It was a technician. I I remember this one. In in militant violence. Hmm. In militant oh. violence. Okay. But then, but Anand Anand Sweet, I do like. After Charlie Hebdo, not just Sujat, you had many liberals call out the aesthetics of Charlie exactly. Hebdo, and we were we talking. Yeah. Joe Sacco, Joe Sacco said that you know. Correct. Now, yeah. d- does that mean all his cartoons are shit and that he's not incapable of? After yeah. Gauri Lankesh's death, people were like, "Oh, she peddled fake news. Oh, she got a criminal defamation case against her. Oh, she was a left winger." That kind of. I am absolutely against it, but very few people are that committed to free speech to ignore what the person stood for in their life to defend. you know the fact that or to protest against their murder sure. so that's a problem but of course also then picking out that tweet and saying hmm, you know, this sure. killed him is okay i have a, hmm, sorry sir carry on no, i'll just uh, tell you an incident when it comes to labeling my previous organization so i was told that we i had two kashmiris working with me so i was told that uh, sack them oh okay okay <laughs> okay sack them because they are anti nationalist When when All was Kashmir this? When was this? Two years ago. Hmm. Okay. Less than two years ago. You can left. figure out where he was working two years ago. So this had happened and I had argued with the proprietors that uh, this guy is more nationalist than anybody else. I have, in fact, I have that mail with me hmm. right now. Hmm. The mail in which I had written all this. So I somehow managed to save their jobs, but uh, the there was a very categorical order that we do not these Kashmiris they want independence. They are relative of uh, separatists, so they should be. Mm. So so when oh, it comes to really? Labeling, they were really relatives of uh, separatists. Oh, really? of, Hence, how does it matter? It doesn't matter. No, I'm just just. Uh, Yeah. I have a I have an email on the related subject that I'd like to read out. So this is from a subscriber Swapnil. Swapnil says I do not claim to have any understanding or any political matters discussed on Hafta, but you guys are probably the only ones in media from whom we subscribers expect a logical, nuanced, detailed, and well-argued discussions. Well, detailed ka pata nahi Swapnil, because we discuss a whole bunch of stuff. But ha, we like I said, this is an exercise in transparency, and we just kind of. speak about what made news he goes on to say so if you make a point please explain it in detail you abhinandan not all of you are more eager to shout out cuss words and puke out your anger and disgust of those you don't like or disagree with than to actually talk about a topic in detail in hafta 175 how was tripura cm's cow fart opinion linked to this government has fucked up kashmir the most i know you followed <laughs> it up with kashmir is a religious problem and this government is incapable of solving hindu muslim issues but what particularly policy decisions or lack thereof by this government shows how they fucked up kashmir is important to your listeners i'm not questioning your opinion but without more detail and nuanced de- details following your comment you just sound like a reverse arnab to me shouting out shit by the way i just realized the example i've chosen above probably makes me sound like a bhakt but that's not my intent here do go through a few previous episodes and you can easily find the other examples of niku choosing gali galoch shouting and anger over detailed points and other topics too regards swapnil Hi Swapnil, uh, that's not anger actually. When I just rant, it, I'm not angry. Uh, when I'm angry, I'm not presentable. But uh, detail is a question of how much detail does one want to go into. I mean, I've done a podcast on Kashmir. It's two-part podcast, total of one hour fifty minutes. You can listen to that. That's detailed enough. Sometimes we discuss something for ten minutes here. The five of us, so each of us talk two minutes. If specifically you want to know why I think they fucked up. Well, the data proves that there has not been such violence in the valley in the last probably decade and a half. I myself have shot in Kashmir, various television shows in the last ten years. Uh, today, crew that I'm aware of wanted to shoot. You 
can't there's no hope in hell you'll shoot in kashmir the violence the first uh, in fact i think last year there was that video grab of a guy with a automatic weapon a ak47 or 56 in lal chowk or whatever that mean the last time that was seen is when i had just joined news track in 90s when you could see brandished weapons so the conflict on the ground proves they fucked it up now specifically why and what some are tangible some are intangibles the fact that you have sanghis calling the shots in the indian government is bad enough whether they do any policy or not the optics of that so that will there'll be major pushback and i think the media has a lot to do with it you know channels like times now and the open bigotry that they kind of propound i think has a lot to do with it uh, but i can go into more detail but i'll be the only one talking and we have about six issues to discuss so if i sound like arnab i'm sorry that's not my intent but i don't think i do i think uh, it is your prism of your prejudice that sees me as arnab So on that note let's move on to the next issue to discuss you didn't discuss pull out BGP B- yeah, yeah so that's what uh, so that, that happened in first ha that is uh, what i want to ask you know what do you what, how do you what do you see happening now you know yeah. in kashmir after bjp pulls out it is already been seen there is a governor's rule <laughs> so no i mean can he get an the... extension uh, constitutionally because he his term ends next week yeah he he's can, already on he extension can, he, though he can get another one he can get okay he can get okay no one these uh, replacing him with there were a couple of names are, floating around yeah no? there are but no one knows yet there are two sure. three signs that uh, one they have uh, that they will go for a more uh, intensive crushing of militancy so it is seems that the chief secretary which they have appointed uh, from chatisgarh that uh, b subramanyam mm. so he is known for a very successful anti naxal operation in chatisgarh and they are also bringing back uh, the ips officer who was on deputation uh, his name i am forgetting so both are uh, means hawkes hmm. hawkes in uh, so they have uh, the bureaucratic uh, reshuffle gives a sign of, of what the policy is going to be if there are any indications to go by now the bjp pull out itself now they were uh, i think it's a the standard tool for coming out of any confusion when you are in a coalition is to go to your ideological roots hmm. and uh, bjp and its uh, predecessor jansang in say uh, 1952 uh, there was uh, uh, this jammu praja parishad mm-hmm. uh, headed by balraj madhok and uh, uh, balraj madhok was uh, its founder and he was also the f- uh, first general secretary of jansang and he made uh, shyam prasad mukherjee interested in kashmir right and they represented jammu interests so the vantage point for bjp has to be jammu in kashmir right yeah. because they electorally also within state politics they cannot hope to win kashmir yeah so that's so, so so their vantage point is this and as of as in india so in jammu i have argued in it in my classes even if bjp didn't exist it would have to be invented because of its peculiar ideological position peculiar not very natural ideological position if you didn't have jansang if you didn't have rss or bjp it had to be invented because electoral defeats or victories don't matter but this is a space which will always remain in india 
पॉलिटिकल होल्ड ओवर कश्मीर एंड दे वेर अल्टीमेटली गोइंग टू डू द सेम बट विथ हर एन इलेक्ट्रोरल लेजिटिमेसी एंड पॉलिटिकल लेजिटिमेसी ऑफ रनिंग ए स्टेट गवर्नमेंट दैट बैकफायर्ड नाउ आई आई जस्ट हैव some context because one of the mails we've got is that uh, some of our listeners who listen to the hafta after not having followed the news want context so in response to that i'll just give context to this discussion we're having the bharatiya janata party and the people democratic party had formed a joint government with each other support in jammu and kashmir pdp is seen as a polar opposite of bjp it is uh, you know mehbooba mufti's party mufti mohammad said uh, those of you who remember the famous case of his daughter's kidnapping has been a significant leader in jammu and kashmir it was seen as a very unlikely alliance after two or what two years two and a half years it's almost three two two and a half two years two and a half years bjp is pulled out cause question being asked why now like it was never a natural alliance in the first place so that's what we're discussing uh, ritu what what is your view why now what's the Um, I I feel you know the road forward like I I just can see of course PDP has come out uh, the worst in this because to begin with it was a no win thing ideologically they are polar opposites i at that time when this was happening almost everybody across political spectrum pointed this out to them but even then bjp knew that it had everything to gain from this alliance and pdp everything to lose right now if you see um how pdp is looking out of all of this is it has enormous mistrust on its hand on ground violence has escalated it has a lot of public anger and you know explaining to do to the public but on the other hand there are how many months left to 2019 the rhetoric that the bjp is going to you know kind of uh play over and over and over again at rallies is i'm terrified to even like think that you know the kind of pitch you'll hear that mm-hmm. we went there and we are you know we crushed terror I, I, yeah i'll have a we, bit on that i i mean based on my podcast on kashmir that i did having spoken to some 15 people including people who've served on the ground military personnel from kashmir they're going to ram this over and over again including one who has a case against him for wrongly killing about 10 people in a village but i'll just share that with you but manisha your take mm. on this why now why now i think 2019 for sure but also yeah. that this play, i mean there's also been crazy escalation of violence there forget sujad but you've i don't think the government really cares if a journalist been killed but you've had aurangzeb's abduction mm. uh, the army jawan who was picked up on his way home back to eid picked gunned him down grenade attacks so there's been such attack on security forces that i think there was also there may have been a push from even the forces there that let us do our work now we need to contain it and then give us a free hand and i think i mean this is this was being talked about on unreliable channels like times now and all but still apparently they had some leads and mehbooba didn't allow them to go to downtown kashmir I to do raids and all i saw that's what uh, times now reported but quite honestly i don't believe anything times now i don't believe them either reported. but i do times think times now just says any shit man yeah. it's reached a level of trump kuch bhi bol do but i do think that so the forces exclusive. were having a tough time there <laughs> no, but i think there the was reason just it was very difficult to function so at basic no, no. i think See, the, sorry the kashmir has been left wounded you know much more uh, you know than uh, Four years ago, why? Because more, more number of no, no. people have died. died. The civilians, the more number of uh, security personnel have In died. In fact, uh, yeah. And uh, more importantly, the most important when I say wounded, the in, almost the entire 
youth of Kashmir have been radicalized. Yeah, Today, but that, yeah. But, so, but, so, but I think that's happened over so a period the of time. Politically, I think withdrawing from PDP is more to do with the politics. The ideological moorings uh, of uh, BJP are, I think they were very well grounded. They were never confused. Hmm. As Anand says, I don't think they were confused. And secondly, uh, the reason is not just the Jammu. Jammu could be one of the reasons. But I think Kashmir is going to provide them a platform to project nationalism for the entire Exactly. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. so yeah. on the head. And they can't possibly do that while being in government there. So Absolutely. they have to blame it on someone. And I think another important thing is that the fact that Shujat was killed and became such a huge media event. And because if only Aurangzeb had been killed, it would not have the kind of riding that wave. Because who's going to disagree that there's the law and order is broke? Mm. Very, see, Ram Madhav's press conference, he named Shujat. That look, Shujat has been killed. Yeah, yeah. It means, I mean, journalists, so many other journalists were killed and journalists have been attacked. This government does not even take cognizance ki hua hai. They couldn't give a rat's ass. But the fact that in the press conference he took Shujat by name, it was a great time for this to kind of leverage this, uh, you know, very public outburst and use then Kashmir as the whole national thing. Coming to uh, but I Manisha's think this point. must have been planned before the ceasefire. I think there must no, have I'm been sure a thing that we'll planned, give it a one month thing and then but we'll... Then they couldn't have timed it better. But what you're talking about, the forces wanting a free hand... You know, even in the forces, we kind of assume forces are this monolith because they don't speak publicly. Mm. I mean, you just have this... Rawat, I think, is one of our most clumsy uh, chief of staffs. Uh, he and VK Singh are in... <laughs> Although JJ Singh was a bit of a buffoon, the kind of things he'd say. But out of the kind of inappropriate things that are said publicly, VK Singh and this Rawat are... Even within the forces, and I'm talking about government-funded think tanks. When I did that podcast on Kashmir, I spoke to them at length. So many of them feel that this entire crush them philosophy Won't work. is bullshit. Because I'm talking to a guy who's in his 50s. He served there when he was in 20s. And he has a case against him, which now he's been absolved of. Because there were all sorts of casualties in one of the operations he was heading. He says, the hard hand that we used in the 80s, in today's day and age, you can't use that hand. That, that to forget. Because we didn't even have cameras gazing us. See, the kind of stuff we got away with. A 2018 army can't. And if that couldn't crush them, these guys have a hope in hell if they can. It will just lead to another generational radicalization. Right. And and but the point is. But do but is the current thinking does do you think like the current serving army officers, serving army chiefs, government has the thinking? Do, do you think they take cognizance well, they have, of that? They I have think access to the reports prepared by the very person I'm talking about because mm-hmm. he hands his reports over to them. But the point is that when the army is uh, you know uh, deployed. I don't think the these kind of issues are taken into account. It is a political outcome that is taken into account. Today, army is a political tool. It's, it's as simple yeah, as that. The intelligence reports, uh, which uh, I happen to have read, they are saying, the Indian intelligence reports, hmm. when they are talking about the radicalization, they say that Kashmiris have decided to sacrifice one generation. Yes. You so, have, radicalization you to the extent, of... so radicalization to the extent of sacrificing one generation. So that this is what is happening no, in Kashmir right and now. the think tank I'm talking about is, is not some foreign funded ki bhai foreign it is funded by the government of India yeah. <laughs> those guys say this up. sorry um, mm. so anyway so I think that is uh, sorry but you know no, I'm just saying that do you think um, Omar Abdullah is a bit rich to talk about uh, criticize the whole thing you know um, Mehbooba Mufti and all because 
I mean, his his it was no different at his time. 2011. That is his words. He's a politician. He's 2011. I, think, I mean, but it's true that radicalization. I think from the Amarnath Yatra land, you know, you had a series of. That's the first time I think stone pelting really made news. You had like really young kids, thousands of them stone pelting, and it's it really never stopped since then I think I think this uh, what you're talking about Omar Abdullah the protests rich, I think Omar Abdullah is very lucky that Rahul Gandhi is around so his duffiness <laughs> he doesn't become a meme because I Rahul mean, becomes you, you remember, know otherwise Omar MC's Abdullah loss. I remember his press conferences his entire discourse whenever he talks is such a he's babalog into 100 Matlab he has this by me itna dood se dhula main ganga jal se gaumutra se dhula Itna acha admi. And the duffer things he says, and as chief minister, the kind of things he used to say, the kind of shit that went down. I find Omar Abdullah and this entire lot of children of d- daddies who have stumbled <laughs> into politics because they. All are children, children of daddies. Children of daddies. <laughs> 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 what is children of daddies? <laughs> but I mean, my daddy is minister. First of all, Ritu, I will have you know, it is not obvious in 2018 to be children of daddy. Right. Today, it is possible to have a test tube baby without a sperm. Is everybody aware of that? No. You just need a cell. You don't need a sperm. What? So men can be irrelevant to the selection process. See, earlier to, you know, <laughs> to create that, that, uh, that thing. So cell, what do See, you needed a sperm I... to create that thing that will become a embryo, child. Em- embryo. embryo. Now yeah. you just need a human cell. You don't need a sperm. Oh my God. So you don't need a daddy, technically. So like amoeba, we'll just like, yeah, like that. So, so in the point of Father's Day, you you would have test tube day. Test tube day, exactly. But did, he, but did he just look at me and say, you don't need a daddy? Yeah, because you said you need a daddy. Everyone has a daddy. I'm saying you don't. You don't. Today you don't need a daddy. You don't need a daddy. You need a The point I was making was that, you know, because guys who are into politics, because they would not be employable in anything else. I mean, you... in August. So I have a little announcement along those lines. So it's on the 3rd and 4th of August. Those of you who did attend last year, it's a forum where you'll get media professionals, journalists, investors, satirists, people who do political comedy, uh, policy makers talking about the media and its future. Uh, There'll be sessions on technology as well. Entry is free for subscribers. Everybody else has to buy a ticket. Mufat subscribe. <laughs> or you have to subscribe. The full program of Media Rumble 2019 will be released in a few days. That we'll do later. 2018 ka schedule will be sent to the subscribers on their email. So you'll have it before everybody else. If you have any feedback on what we should do in 2019, you can send it to subscriptions at newsline.com because we'll give you a little peek into what we're planning in 2019. 
and then it's going to be in feb or march so just to tell you quickly last year the inaugural edition went well beyond our expectations we had great response all the sessions were packed this time you know we have a bigger session we have about 13 international speakers 70 speakers from all over india north south east west journalists policy makers your news technicians this time will be at habitat center so if you want to attend first of all block your calendar 3rd and 4th of august subscribers you'll get a unique some system you'll get chitranshu will explain it to you you'll get some unique number or unique registration will be sent to all the subscribers so you are not checked at the entry and baki either you subscribe or you buy ticket i think all subscribers should just come down to delhi for the two days dude you should and last year we were so thrilled so many of you subscribers you know came up and said hi it was great chatting with you guys yeah. and here you can you know some of you who even dislike us you can just buy tickets so you can come and say abhi gandu to my face <laughs> instead of today timeline how good that feel think about it you know abhi chuti hai samasya ke liye brandu ek tomato bhi le na safed kurta pehna hoga maine to aapka tomato ekdam achhi tarah aapko puri bhadas ka full vasooli ho jayegi so do come i promise i won't have any bodyguards <laughs> if that actually happens it'll be good fun <laughs> yeah don't call for it aane do it'll be matlab thodi ronak hogi na super bro are sir super bro tomatoes pade nikko ko to actually yeah you know like jlf every jlf there's a controversy that really gets some you need like something koi case toke koi koi ink peke koi tomatoes so yeah aur sath mein sabzi anda bhi le aana bhurji banake khayenge sab sath mein okay on that pleasant note let's move on to the next issue Uh, which is well we have two or three left should we discuss aap or do you want to discuss airtel anand take a call aap hi karte hain aap hi karte hain he says with a smile a mischievous start. smile so do you want to start or do you I want the guest to start i have to see on airtel but sure okay Hi. let's start with that no 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 let's start with that huh. okay for those of you who don't know there has been this long tussle between the delhi state government and the uh, lieutenant governor the lieutenant governor is accused by the delhi state government of being a proxy of the center and he is putting archane and roadblocks into the delhi state government's functioning so they are always angry with each other so basically arvind kejriwal and his minister said the babus and the bureaucrats and the secretary don't even attend meetings they don't move files they just sit on files so they sat in the lg's office and say until he meets us and resolves this, we will not go and two of them fasted which was satendra jain and manish sodia and they stayed there for 9 days i just wanted to know what was the loo like of the lg's office for 9 days four men um <laughs> who was like i said it's a subah breakfast so i'm mean, i was just taking a bath i was just, they probably won't be yeah, listen when you're doing stuff like uh, dharna and all you think nahana ka ka mangta aur raat ka anima ka lega those kind of privileges you don't get when you're doing dharna be ready to go without a bath by the way the longest i've gone to darbar is 28 days when i went to shoot a documentary film in ladakh it was the best feeling of my life i had to cut my hair because i got tied in knots anyway <laughs> the point was that Uh, so that happened and then after 9 days the lg said that okay he wrote a letter saying that there'll be a meeting organized with the is officers and them and the is officers association held a press conference saying that they are scared for their physical safety because the chief secretary was allegedly manhandled which we still haven't seen the footage for didn't they do this huge banner from top of the building uh, where yes, written that, that we, we are, are all working <laughs> yes we are all working so that is the context and after 9 days now the dharna is over because the lg has given an assurance that bhai baat ho jayegi anand yeah, means why dharna was over hmm. so reasons for it will also give uh, what party get got what now i think aap was uh, in it for retrieving the political capital of a contrarian party hmm. the moral capital which had uh, 
uh, gone substantial erosion with its uh, apologies, with uh, giving tickets to people who in public perception were not deserving of Rajya Sabha seats. Now, there was um, gradual erosion of the moral capital of a contrarian party. Now, with its time-tested uh, tactics of uh, um, agitation on an issue in which it could be seen in a victimist space, it was an ideal situation for up. It, uh, the Delhi High Court started saying, who authorized you to sit in Lilji? There were legal consequences. Now, for the BJP government, uh, via LG, the predicament was that the victim could, could card could actually pay dividends. So they also uh, were wary of Had this. Had to basically nip now, it in the bud uh, before it becomes Wary of it because now it was going to a stage where they could draw political dividends out of it. So I think that these two considerations could be among many possibilities. So successful that, to achieve uh, what they wanted to achieve uh, after a long time. Number two, AAP also uh, went on an obfuscation because the blocking of ministerial work is an afterthought. They still didn't address the original allegation of violence against the topmost bureaucrat of Delhi. So the IS lobby was pointing to this, that all the rest is obfuscation. These are all, uh, say, uh, red herrings. But uh, the basic issue is still this, that how could you orchestrate violence against Delhi's chief secretary at midnight? Allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly but allegations. No evidence of that. So, but IS lobby has not withdrawn those allegations. Kesriwal has a history of withdrawing his allegations. No, there's a criminal <laughs> case going on. Yeah, yes. of course. And they, hmm. Ritu, yeah. your view on this? I have very little view on the AAP, but I do have a view on the Congress. I think, again, it's missed the bus hmm. with the whole uh, coming together of uh, coalition against uh, this thing. And um, I, I don't understand uh, why this is happening. And Actually, I do because Congress, I, I understandably, it's in a very tough situation in Delhi. It's one in one Zero sense. seats, man. Hmm. And also, nationally, it needs to ally with state leaders. Hmm. But in Delhi, it can't because AAP is a natural rival. And AAP, it's, it's against more against AAP than it's against BJP sure. here in Delhi. So BJP and Congress are basically the two rivals of AAP. So, but I don't know whether, I'm asking you, I don't know whether... It's going to harm the prospect of this, you know, huge uh, coming together because state politics does affect. Sure, I, I'll give my views. Raman sir, your view on this whole fracas? On the Rajya Sabha thingy that Anand spoke, I think it, the, the issue wasn't that who got the ticket. The issue was who didn't get the ticket. Mm. <laughs> so that was, I mm. think, the main issue. And this this is where the this Amadmi party lost out mm. a bit. On this particular issue, I must say, whatever innovations he did, you know, with this protest, he has been able to project, uh, you know, to the people uh, by also getting, you know, four CMs on his side. Mm. Uh, that uh, and two allies, uh, and, <laughs> and including Shiv Sena and Akali Dal also, right? Yes, so, yes, 
It's left the CM's office. <laughs> Now it has not reached you. Where is it stuck? You know, it was. Uh, anyway, I'll I'll give a more detailed rant on this later, Manisha. I don't view. have much of a view. So okay, ahead. on this I have two views. I mean, t- two angles. One is as Anand sir and uh, Raman sir pointed out. After a long time, they have got any traction with any of the, you know, event that they do. Because the whole app's template is make an event a talking point. and then that becomes that goes viral so to speak you know mm. their typical tech party that that mm. sense so they have been unable to create any event since they formed the government you know they've tried all sorts of things no event was formed it either it was taken over by a narrative of surgical strikes when he tried to question the surgical strike the backlash against app was much bigger than anything else then he had to backtrack on that backtracking on the other bhai jetli case a case o case So after a long time, they were successful because on that day, even Times now had to put a ticker saying "Ocean of Support for Up," because the <laughs> images that were there, there were just so many people. But the anchor was trashing them. <laughs> that these people, but I believe it was really funny because she really went around finding ways to dis. To dis somebody them. pointed out like she's just going around. She's going around <laughs> trying to find someone to say. Yeah. But the thing is, many people saying we are not Up members. You know, there was regular people who were we are here because. Hamara yeh nuyara wo nuyara. Also, people are pissed off because of the ceiling. So, for the first time, oh yeah, that Aap, must have been. So, Aap was able to create that mass movement, and as Raman sir said, oh sorry, Anand, they nipped it in the bud by telling the LG backtrack right now. So, some kind of victory can. So now that that is one. I, I just want to ask, what is the legality of why can't the Aap protest at the LG's residence, like inside the residence and stuff? Yeah, but the, what is the legality of this? But why would court? There, uh, there are designated areas. Oh, of I protest, don't no? believe what. Not said. in the drawing room. It just go into the room. waiting room. Waiting room. It waiting cannot room. be residence. Yeah, I mean, so, you can uh, you can say that, but the court is nobody to tell how to protest. Yeah. But the court is telling a lot more than that. Two things. Now they are back to administrative work. Now. Uh, you see, uh, sorry, there was one more angle that I wanted yes, to say. One yes. was, of course, this, and the second thing is the IAS. I had, you know, put out this in a tweet, which is not the most in-depth way of explaining. As I've explained, it is the dumbest form of communication. That I'm not sure using the police and bureaucrats as their proxies, and let's be under no illusion, that is what the Delhi police and the Delhi babus are. They're proxies for the central government, and they're being used as such, like the questioning of the chief minister. when you have no evidence you're saying we will not record on camera says camera pe karo hum wo footage bhi nahi denge us raat ki hum ye bhi case bhi kahin nahi jata the high court has wrapped the delhi police 12 times for the kind of case they put on the aap mlas so politically for an aam aadmi the only lot that they hate more than a politician is a cop and a bureaucrat because they don't deal with the politician every day they deal with the bureaucrat and cop every day you go ask this panwala here each time i go he keeps whining अरे ये लेते हैं हफ्ता करते हैं वो करते हैं सो आई एम नॉट शो दैट्स पोलिटिकली स्मार्ट सेकेंडली एंड 
that's my disdain for for bureaucrats and and cops there is footage and i think a jharkhand channel carried it jharkhand chatisgarh where this bjp leader is slapping this or pushing around this yeah, tires yeah i remember that there's footage of that he's shoving him he's like not a chew there is evidence of this guy actually physically shoving this guy around nothing there has been other cases of this uh, up mla what he said to his bureaucrats on camera not a sound but on this oh bhai we are to hurt we are going to give a press conference dude i think if see a press conference like that has to appeal to the uncommitted only committed bjp bhakts will believe that bullshit i don't believe in any middle of the road people will believe that otherwise there would be a press conference in every state today because of the way some of these politicians have treated the bureaucrats so i i don't see any gain for the bjp so the best was it was a tactical retreat in my view sorry yes, anand two three things in this uh, uh, first uh, spineless bureaucrats and cops get pushed over like that they may be very compliant ones all all don't take it from chief ministers even mm. uh, second uh, is that chief secretary was pushed not an ordinary say district magistrate or the chief secretary pushing chief secretary is a big matter in any state mm. uh, third is that when they are we bad, don't know if he's uh, pushed we don't know whether he's pushed or grabbed allegation allegation no, that, that allegation that, is also unclear it is someone said that he someone held his hand but he's not saying exactly what happened what transpired what i am saying is that that was the basis of the mobilization of protest by right. the bureaucrats hmm. so even all bureaucrats would not have been present there but that right. was the uh, that was what they were told that hmm. this happened to the chief secretary also what will that uh, file thing yes that is correct means uh, the only way to win with bureaucracy is to be rule bound otherwise they will entangle you in so many things you cannot win hmm. because bureaucracy <laughs> bureaucracy is a rule bound institution the only weapon they have in their hand is rules they will throw rules at you five rules and you will be entangled now that is still in their Uh, oh my their god advantage. this is something you really suffer every time uh, you have to, to, to their, uh, and, uh, and uh, uh, th- that is one of the things that uh, and uh, what also pinched bureaucracy was that uh, with uh, uh, the employment of its cadre in uh, bureaucratic positions with parliamentary uh, secretaries and this they were somehow also intruding into bureaucratic turf Hmm. which was uh, the uh, uh, which are uh, bureaucratic prerogatives uh, of functioning so uh, a bureaucrat will not tolerate that intrusion means if you say that make any party member some do some bureaucratic work which is which a bureaucrat is entitled to do that is also one of hmm. raman sir you have want to weigh in on this or should we move on to the next subject no, of airtel okay. yeah. so on airtel ritu you want you you wanted to start off also just quickly give context user called what's her name i forgotten her pooja name pooja singh pooja singh uh, told airtel they tweeted that bhai i have a problem with my phone which everybody on the country does i have no idea where the telecom sector is going and a guy called um shoeb said that i'll you know figure out it guys she says no you're muslim i don't know what kind of customer service the quran prescribes so <laughs> i am really surprised <laughs> no, no, that, that such people exist <laughs> <laughs> i was surprised ye bot nahi hai ye insaan hai jo ye sab bol rahi so then 
एयरटेल सेड ओके आई एम तेजेंद्र नो गगन जोत गगन जोत बट आई थिंक सॉरी नो नो द हिलेरियस बिट ऑफ दैट ट्वीट इज आई डोंट प्रिस्क्राइब टू व्हाट द कस्टमर सर्विस thing that quran <laughs> yeah exactly so so, so that is what was etel got a lot of you know ethics, social kind of social media said you know we'll pot out of their endorsing bigotry etel came out with a two page document uh, drafted by someone not very bright um and that is where we are today and they have denied bigotry ritu what is your take on this whole thing um brands need to immediately hire people to handle crisis of this sort because crisis of this sort is only going to increase with social media and with twitter and people um have like a free pass to say whatever the f they want on twitter without even a slightest thought that you know you're somebody you might lose your job you might and especially with statements like these um bigoted statements they are said because they have an amplification value and they because they know that they will face zero retribution Did for this in a country like dubai us. chef thing also happened this week or that happened last week last week atul kochar you guys discussed that mm, we okay. did mm. yeah okay mm. so um brand response is a very very important thing that you know all companies need to save their hind to you know kind of uh, deal with things like this amazon fucked up majorly uh, why what do they do amazon remember that uh, they had this campaign with swara bhaskar right and then, then swara went and uh, tweeted about uh, against the katua rape uh, and that it happened in a temple and people just like bombarded amazon basically kept quiet through okay. all of it through yeah. all of swara's trolling i mean all they had to do is you know kind of put out a strong statement that we support this kind of and swara kept on you know sort of saying that i'm being you know physical mm. vicious trolling going mm. on and on so yeah this is going to so this uh, is just going to get worse although i do think i don't know in india i mean my only response to this is that you know when breitbart or any of the other i forget the name of the networks but when uh, i think it was shawn hanity or one of these other guys they said something that was really bigoted overnight six sponsors pulled out yeah in india the same brands whether it is a ford whether it is general electric whether it is a microsoft they have no hesitation in being the title sponsor of sudhir choudhary's show where he says musliman bana pakistan or some shit like that yeah and that is because in the general public there is an acceptance for example forget general public a man like sambit patra would be disallowed on any panel in any you know western democracy you know you cannot go on air and say a कट कटुआ वरी से कट मुल्ले तुमसे राम भजन करवाएंगे हम यू नो दैट काइंड ऑफ यू कॉन्ट कॉलिंग समन एन एन वर्ड डज मैटर व्हिच नेटवर्क यू वुड बी अ पराया यू वुड नॉट बी इनवाइटेड ऑन पब्लिक डिस्कस इन इंडिया यू आर इनवाइटेड एज अ गेस्ट एंकर ऑन इंडिया टुडे सो व्हाट आई एम सेइंग इज इन इन आवर कंट्री द प्रेशर एट द वेरी फर्स्ट लेवल इज सो मीक एंड द सेम ब्रांड्स नो दैट सो इफ इफ यू आर सेइंग माइक्रोसॉफ्ट और जीई और हैव अ जनरल वर्ल्ड वाइड पॉलिसी दैट वी विल नॉट एंडोर्स बिगटरी इन न्यूज़ that's not true worldwide they don't in america they pull out like this in true. india they will no, not no, pull out they don't amazon amazon in us is consistently they stand for free speech yeah. and yeah, right they don't give a shit because the people sure don't give a shit don't. because sure news professionals don't give a shit yeah and if you see this this whoever this woman is pooja singh she's apparently followed by a lot of bjp people really yeah um maybe after this it must be a cause not an effect <laughs> effect yeah. not a cause hmm. so if you see her subsequent tweets they are they were perfectly casually explaining that i did nothing wrong and i'm you're proving me right because here's here are specific five screenshots of specific five which is my point 
framing debates framing context framing anything with twitter as the reference point is the most foolhardy thing to do and that is what is happening news channels are saying Absolute. top trend on twitter absolutely and you then have a recent you had a recent case yesterday where this girl went to a passport office with her husband yeah. she's married yeah. to a muslim mm. and the passport officer said i will Lucknow. give you tumne anti national and put her passport on hold yeah and both the husband and the what, has any action been taken against he's been there? transferred so he but can do this shit in another yeah, place yeah so he can, and he, he can spread this shit he advised uh, the husband to change your religion but look at where it's coming from day in and day out again on tv channels you keep hearing about love jihad you have these ministers mp guys making these statements ki muslim ladkiyon ko phasa ke hamari ladki ko le jaa rahe hain and the up saying so, that you're only cutting the electricity of hindus muslimans are responsible for stealing mm. electricity he was a bjp mla so the guys is you have the data for that he was nice so, so there is a normalization norm- yeah exactly i'm going to say that this you've normalized this yeah, shit but, but, so. but it's never been the fringe that's the thing i mean people who say it's the fringe it's never been the fringe it's, this is the party But, yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, Raman sir, Anand no, sir, on this, have you guys spoken on Airtel? No, go for it. No, I think it was a, a tweet by an eccentric woman. <laughs> uh, so uh, eccentric is a euphemism for bigoted. <laughs> oh, you don't like to use that no, word. No, no, I, I have no problem with uh, if arguments are said bigoted. Okay, <laughs> I have been called bigot, and that's fine. So uh, uh, what what I am saying is that. it it is what uh, drawing room conversations when they transfer to social space mm. and social media has become uh, a medium for for that now these are the things that uh, people say as people say in their private conversations there so we should not be very naive about that but in public space now these kind of conversations have uh, got an expression and where th- this is where you have to guard against in ola and uber case also also uh, i i said there also that it was uh, bigoted as well as idiotic because mainstream media would not take the cause of if a same a muslim man says hmm. it will not highlight it but if you say it just to highlight yeah, the i think it's uh, in the taxi case yes, that's bigger than it is because it, it started it started in kolkata with a muslim boy finding a muslim passenger finding problem with idols of durga and karli in a ola cab so but it was not that much highlighted but if you are doing that it is idiotic on your part because uh, it is no counter to that so uh it is idiotic as well as bigoted down that passport case i think uh, it foreign ministry as an institution is still not that that was a particular case of an officer going wrong hmm. so uh, uh for and a departmental inquiry would be ordered hmm. why he said so also uh, the evidence has to be looked into because sometimes what happens that if paperwork gets uh, Uh, means uh, obstructed. Yeah. Then One, people two, make so. silly kind of allegations against officers. So th- I am not saying that the women was wrong, but uh, details have to be examined. Raman sir, I think you have said everything excepting this one line that the bigotry is becoming uh, bolder in the present political context. And that's because you have pe- the spokespersons. See, if you can get away with saying that in a, yeah, this yeah. thing and have mm. no repercussions, no repercussions from the party and no repercussions from media, you're still invited. as a guest to talk about but the one thing that you know what what anand you said that these are conversations that happen in drawing of course they do you know we all have 
uh, that uncle or that aunt or that friend who doesn't allow a particular kind of community caste mm-hmm. religion into their kitchen or whatever the hell it is forget that yeah i've, I've discussed in hafta when i was growing up in dehradun our cook was a brahmin and she would not let our cleaner open the fridge until every time mother had to step in like maine kaha ek to aunty tumhara fridge bhi nahi hai sala hamara hai i mean and we would said if anyone wants water you just help yourself yeah. she said, no you have to ask me you cannot touch a separate utensil shit like that so of course it's always existed you know drawing room but so has shitting i am yet to see someone sitting on the commode and doing a debate you see the the point is i know people shit you know people do all sorts of they pump pick their nose but i'd prefer it if they don't do it in a public platform so i don't buy just because something happens i have to no, be subjected to it no that is what i said that private conversations what is worrying is that private conversations have got into social uh, space exactly and that is that is a dangerous it's thing it's got into social space because there is no retribution there is no lash bag uh, backlash <laughs> there is no backlash this ties in with what i said these are the things which happen in small towns hmm. i know my uh, relatives and they, they don't uh, women particularly they don't want to pass through a particular area which is populated by a particular community mm. not because of religious reasons but mm. because of security reasons yeah, yeah, because yeah. they have faced sure. certain things Absolutely. in certain ghettos right. so these are things which happen in small towns but that that women it seems to be from a metro city means mm. i don't know mm. where it is i think this ties in with what anand had in the said in the beginning of the conversation that it's natural to have a bjp party rise even if bjp rss didn't exist that space would have been taken so maybe their leader is really a reflection of us that mm. that we have we've always had this drawing room sensibilities or conversations we've always had this prejudice and now we are electing people that that reflect our own prejudice or maybe i mean i don't know if it's the other way around but maybe the bjp is really summoning our deep mm. it has Sorry, it has side much what is the airtel's role in this airtel is basically their role is that unka network ka hi lagta nahi sir problem ye hai theek hai bhai no in this particular case yaar kuch to karo yaar but so unka yahan to bilkul nahi lagta yahan to hamare office mein chance hi nahi hai bahar jana padta hai so basically this woman must have had some problems so she tweeted you know jaise jab mera urban library ka se furniture nahi aata aap tweet karo to zyada jaldi aate hain aapka to usne tweet kiya तो जो रिस्पॉन्स आया द गाय हु एवर इज द एग्जीक्यूटिव द कस्टमर केयर एग्जीक्यूटिव उसका नाम शोएब था तो उससे वील लुक इन टू मैटर शोएब तो उसने उसका नाम देखा एंड शी सेड आई डोंट वॉन्ट टू लुक इन टू इट क्योंकि यू आर मुस्लिम एंड बिकॉज द मुस्लिम यू नो एन एक्सचर बी ऑन कस्टमर सर्विस इज नॉट अप टू द मार्क शी वुड राधर हैव समन द हिंदू रिलीजन सो वट इट एयरटेल तो एयरटेल द रिस्पॉन्स टू दैट ट्वीट वॉज दैट वी आर लुकिंग इन टू द मैटर फर्दर टू दिस थिंग एंड देन द नेम एट द एंड दर इज गगन जोत तो दे सेट दैट यू चेंज द एग्जेक्टिव एयरटेल बोल रहे हमने चेंज नहीं किया वो उसकी शिफ्ट खत्म हो गई आ गया और चूंकि ये आया था इसको बस लिखना आता है पढ़ना नहीं आता अंधा होगा ना बेचारा तो सो ही रिस्पॉन्डेड टू अ ट्वीट विदाउट एक्नोलॉजिंग वॉट शी सेट शी से वो तो अपना काम कर रहा था क्योंकि लाइक आई सेट बेचारा वो अंधा था ट्वीट पढ़ी नहीं उसने बस ट्वीट किया So it's the weakest defense ever. They're trying to uh, spin this as a shift change, like you know, for this guy is like the next Gaganjot is coming to shift, and he has no clue about what has gone on. But uh, you know, coming to your point, Manisha, you and Anand are completely right about these kind of sentiments that have existed, and they've existed in our own families and people, you know, very close to us, and yeah. we've grown up with that. Which is why, you know, whenever something is asked that why does it, why is it a big deal if the media is shut down why is it a big deal if a journalist is killed because the first line of calling out bigotry in a public space you know ghar pe agar koi aapki mausi uncle aunty ke 
ड्राॅइंग में चिल्ला दो अभी प्लीज़ जस्ट शराब वी हैव चिल्ड्रन आई डोंट वॉन्ट दैम ग्रोइंग एंड इफ यू से समथिंग टू ग्रैंड पेरेंट और ग्रैंड अंकल से यू शू नो टॉक लाइक दैट नॉट इन फ्रंट एफ यू आई डोंट वॉन्ट दम ग्रोइंग अप विद इन अगली पर्सन लाइक यू एज द इन्फ्लुएंस उनको बहुत हर्ट होता है नेक्स्ट जनरेशन ग्रोइंग अप विद फिट्स लाइक यू अराउंड सो उनको बड़ा हर्ट होता है और लोभ तो सबको होता है अपने बच्चों का तो फिर भाई वो सब दे गेट सॉर्टेड आउट बट इन द पब्लिक प्लेस द ओनली द मीडिया डज इट द मीडिया कॉल्स आउट बिगट्री दैट इज वॉट is one of its roles other than to inform and that is why it is more dangerous what happened in rwanda i've tweeted many podcasts about it and there have been studies done about it it has been the subject of research of phd scholars yeah. of how radio was used how it actually had a cause and effect which is why words matter which is why what times now republic z does sure is yeah. significant yeah. the public discourse matters which also ties in with how careful we should be with what we say on public platforms about people it it, it yeah so i think but i have one thing to say about it i would uh, if says women of a family have certain problems going through a particular area hmm. if they their personal experiences then i am i am nobody to say that no no you should not make this communal hmm. roots you should go there i i would go by their wisdom of that but so then if that's yeah. a communal also so if someone says that so I, I, say, if someone says i get एरियाफ Like, like this Atul Kocher thing, hmm. I think he was wrong about thousand years, but not entirely wrong. Hmm. So not entirely wrong. I will not go by the emotion of history, but the by the facts of history. Hmm. If one, if one, if anyone is curious to know history, I will not uh, inject political correctness in it. I would like people to read history from different perspectives. Yeah, and not only a dominant perspective that uh, dominated Indian universities and textbooks. So sure, but political correctness, I don't think, is the same thing as uh, calling out stupidity. Because what Kochar said is that we have been bullied by thousands of years. Now, you may be right there. Two thousand, two thousand. He was wrong. Two thousand, whatever he stated. He should have corrected himself, so, but not apologized. No, I but think. the point I'm making is, I think he should have apologized because what he said was bigoted in my view, and I'll tell you why. There is a context to everything. It, it is not a statement in an ether which is devoid of any any kind of color what a he said was also factually wrong today if you talk about the dominant narrative in india and also i see this a lot among people and i'm like dude where do you live that oh it takes courage to call out a muslim or to, to call out islamism really i can sit on prime time and call a muslim a katmulla and get away with it and if you have a view on dude we are living in a country which is ruled by the rss it takes courage to call out muslims i mean for fuck sake i so, want to add one thing the point talking is about no, but the point is i am talking about instance, the f- no, no, a statement yeah, itself yeah that's what i'm saying i'm going to say so the instance so i'm talking about the context that's the context we're living in in that context if today he feels that hindus are bullied maybe he feels that cuz he's living in dubai i don't know where the fuck he lives but in india they're not yes Aurangzeb was there, Shah Jahan was there, Jazia attacks were there. We all have studied that history. Hindus are persecuted. Yes, we know that. But if you say that that is also happening in 2018, either your view of 1700s when Aurangzeb was around 
is very warped. I don't know who taught you history. Or your view of 2018 India is very warped. What is happening today is not what was happening in 1500. That's my point. No. I want to add yeah, one yeah, thing to you. This is the yeah, first yeah. part of what you said, Anand. Uh, that you know, when if women in your families go feel you know fear going through a certain area uh, where probably Muslims live, so this is this is very interesting because this this woman who called out who who said that uh, this Pooja Singh in her subsequent tweet she said that uh, I only said that because I have faced a certain experience. is bad experience in, in the past so basically this is also guilt transfer of a entire community to individual to one individual and that is not correct and this is the context hmm. this is the context you're transferring an entire community's deeds what i am saying is i am not talking about pooja singh i am talking about other uh, experiences in small towns i had made that distinction hmm. i am not talking about this lady what this lady said was eccentric and foolish so that i have met no, no, here so i uh, have had a very bad experience with a muslim person yeah. in the past so uh, for security reasons women in a small towns avoid certain areas because of their experiences not because something has been said to them i uh, uh, yeah, understood I, I, i am a primary witness to that so uh, is so that. A second thing about no i am not saying that 2000 in 2018 hindus are bullied no i was only talking about the history part of it the history part no, of but it but his tweet he, is his, that he has been bullied for 2000 uh, years so even if you make it 15 we are not bullied today his entire tweet was not correct a part of it was correct that which part that, uh, the history part What, at what some history? point we were bullied but that's what, what the tweet said what i am saying that he could have modified the narrative no, which has why? been built up the other day no, but i'm saying there is no, nothing no. right about his tweet i'm saying what history part his tweet said he clubbed 2000 years let's not call it 2000 let's call it 1000 It is not correct because his tweet. Okay, he should have made grammatical. We have been ke jagah we were. Exactly, and he should have made difference. grammatical adjustments in it. It's a big no. It 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 adjusts the complete context. It's bigoted. See, I think it is. That tweet was bigoted. I there is the there is no other part of it. The medieval history part of it, thousand years, is not wrong to say. Yes, of course, at that time we were esteemed. the esteemed historians which people don't read after 1970 jaguna sarkar in literature vs napol in india wounded civilization have made that point but no one's so, denying that point so That's what i am said that his entire thing could have been redrafted well better but the point he wa- the, he wasn't making a historical point is what i'm saying he was um, making okay, the point he was making was present, a political okay. social point yeah. in the he present in the present uh, in the present his his uh, tweet was problematic so yeah, yeah that's all i'm saying of course uh, the, i but mean the history part i, I was know, i am limiting it to that hmm. ha sir sorry you were saying something no no i said this narrative uh, has been built up i mean forget kocher the last week i went to my bank hmm. speaking to my bank manager hmm. and she knows that i'm from the media so she the first thing she i mean she was asking me about it and she said hindus ko to hindu khatre mein hai aur hindus ko to sab modi bacha sakta hai Hmm. No, that is a narrative. So, uh, but that but is his USP, a, no. Uh, that's the narrative. But but so culture is just one of them. Yeah, and these he, he said it on the platform. A lot of cultures are feeling insecure, including a certain Chanda. Chanda re Chanda. She has <laughs> been sent uh, so to leave. She's so. been sent on leave because apparently she was non-cooperative with the board. Uh-huh. Wow. That's I'm impressed with her. She was once the face of ICICI. Yeah. yeah. She was huge man. She was on every panel, every Very speaker, huge. keynote. Rithvi was saying something before I move on. No, no, no. Just I forgot the point. I was trying to. Okay. I have <laughs> one quick email after that. Uh, I just like to come on to the Rohit Vimula's mother's case and uh, you know, after that we can wind up. 
quickly we'll just have quick thoughts on that and if anything else wants to say about what they saw on the news uh, this is from Mukul Jalan Mukul I won't read your entire email because you have kept it as over 300 words but he says hi I'm a CA from hi I'm from CA Achha, California I'm a chartered accountant sorry I'm a chartered accountant he can tell teachers how to make money because most people are such move how to save country. money he will not teach how to make money I don't know distinction I don't know I'm a subscriber for almost a year now and being a he is a CA okay and being a CA couldn't resist the benefit of you guys the benefit you guys gave a while back on yearly subscription also you guys are my primary source of news so I wanted to make the small contribution to keep you guys going thank you Mukul awesome very nice of you I wish there were more people who thought like you as a child accountant if you can teach me how to grow money in trees or something I would really help so many salaries to pay we want to hire so many more people we want to do so many more things a couple of issues have made me finally write to you guys Content based on economics, macro and micro, just has to be given more importance. After all, money makes the world go round. You're telling me, dude, of course. <laughs> Not some shallow comment made or electoral speech given by politicians. Or even the shenanigans carried out almost always these days to garner some vote bank or the other. This disease of gross underreporting of serious economic issues is widespread with big media. Yes, it may be boring at times, but I'm sure it can be made interesting at putting some effort. I just feel the government gets away with too much due to the gross underreporting on economic issues. I completely agree with you. And he says, please make it a rule that context has to be given. I've tried to do that today and we'll hope to do that every time because he says, if you, you know, catch Hafta when you haven't followed the news, you don't know the context of what is being discussed. I'm a big fan of Anand Vardhan and Madhu Trehan. Somehow I feel their presence uplifts the whole experience of Hafta. Madhu is a classic example of, of, of great journalist aging really well. Anand's out-of-the-box thinking and unbelievable depth of knowledge always has me in awe. Great job, guys. Cheers. CA Mukul Jalan. Thanks, Mukul. Appreciate it. I will thank you on Madhu's behalf. I'm sure Anand Vardhan will also thank you himself for your very kind words. Yes, they totally uplift the whole Hafta experience, but I keep it grounded <laughs> <laughs> with the weight of my crassness. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but you know, uh, uh, Raman, so you have been an investigative journalist from all your life. You've done some really big stories, including the CBI one, the 2G scam. The amount of time and resources needed and the expertise needed to do a story like this is very difficult unless you have a non-clickbait model. You know, just because when that Satyam Raju thing happened, Ramalinga, what is his name? Ah, Ramalinga Raju. After he was, Satyam like kind of collapsed like Enron did. His public, st- like you have to uh, uh, submit your uh, books now, your your audited mm. accounts. Though one, th- these are public documents. Later, people start scrutinizing them. and said, "Oh, how could this happen? How could that happen?" So, had someone had the patience to go through those, even while he was getting golden peacock and CII and Fikki were felicitating him, all his shit was in the public sphere. It takes a lot of time. <laughs> in fact, for example, if you uh, and you have take to Ramalingam uh, Raju. You first say, for example, he has five companies. Okay. For those five companies, you just get the papers from MCA. You start reading those papers. Now, those five, those papers are going to lead you to another 20 companies. So then another 20 companies. So, so there are so many briefcase companies also in this. So that is painstakingly so, and, very... And you know, honestly, uh, Mukul, that, those are the stories that I love most as well, both to read and I wish we could do those. But hopefully, over the next year, we you'll will see some major change. We, we will, will do, do those. Um, so, last thoughts on Rohit Vimula suicide, and we can wrap up with anything you want to talk about. The mother, I just have one view. And not a big thing, that whole Rohit, we've discussed it to death. I think it's very problematic in today's day and age when, pol- when not just 
are politicians of course but sitting ministers cite some random story somewhere that she has accused congress of using her or but postcard is no longer random it was on republic to discuss fake news yeah that's its editor was <laughs> It was a postcard news story. And then she said, she said, news minute. News minute. Report came on news minute. And and but of the of her taking money for attacking. I mean, BJP taking money to attack her. No, she taking money to attack. I am not honouring their. So that was in news minute. News minute reported. Not honouring. I mean, she had taken some money from IUML. That that was factually correct. The check did not work because of a spelling mistake. One of them. One of them. One of them. There were two checks given. But two point five lakh each and yes, one bounced. Yes, but what? And she said, I don't know the technical term bounced or not. But she had said that when someone asked her that this, she says the check came back. But she said that was because of a spelling error. Now using that to say that she is unhappy with them and projecting a whole thing, I think this is a formula. No, that is a deduction, you know. First, I mean, if you see, I mean, what role did she have in IUML and why will IUML pay 2.5 lakh to anyone just like that? Of course. So, so once you pay the money, then then people start deducting. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you had a, you must be having a reason I mean, for it's accepting two and a half lakh. Yeah, I mean, it's not state compensation. It's <laughs> not. Yeah, exactly. It's no, no. Private. There's no. But the point is that what Pujol claimed was untrue. It was a lie. It was not spin. And the problem in today's day and age is that while journalists have to be very careful and organizations have to be very careful that are we putting out facts, even more careful than us have to be people whose faces are beamed live into millions of households across the com- country. And this is what Trump has mastered. And I think he has set the temperature other people are going for. Kuch bhi bol do, it doesn't matter. Last night I was watching, I've got back to watching news by the way. Because after the 7.30 match and the 8.30 match, there's that one hour. So in one hour you can't get up and go do something. So I go to Netflix. So you go to Netflix, lucky man. <laughs> I just I just switch on to do the news because I'd stopped watching uh, television news. So there was Rahul Shiv Shankar saying, if our sources are to be believed, it might be that Mufti is going to compromise, and we don't know if this is true. First of all, he's saying groundbreaking, earth-shattering, kolasa, whatever English me kehte hain kolasa ko at eight o'clock. Maine kaha chal Portugal ko dekhne se pehle. तुझे भी देख लेते हैं रोनाल्डो तो आएगा तो आएगा पहले तो फिर मैंने कहा देखो चलो देखते हैं अब आठ बजे क्या खुलासा होगा खुलासा ऐसे शुरू हुआ वेल वी डोंट नो इफ इट्स ट्रू बट हाईली प्लेस सोर्सेज हैव टोल्ड अस हाई लेवल इंटेलिजेंस रिपोर्ट दैट आर जर्नलिस्ट नन अदर देन मैंने कहा नन अदर देन कौन दीपक डोवल मैंने कहा नन अदर नन अदर पता नहीं अनिता झुनझुन वाला वोट बंद कर दिया मैंने कहा चलो आगे क्या होता है एवरी सेंटेंसिडेड बाई मुझे एक घंटे के लिए इससे बदले तो बड़ी मैसी का भद्दी देख लेता मैं और फिर ऐसे चलो देखते न्यूज एक्स क्या कर रहा है क्योंकि एक जमाने में राहुल वहां होता था तो वहां पर एक बड़ा प्रोफेसर लुकिंग दिस जेंटलमैन द शार्प नोज एंड स्पेक्स एंड ही ट्राइज टू लुक वेरी स्टर्न इस टाइप का बैठता है नाम नहीं पता उसका <laughs> तो वो कहता है फ्रेंच कट हां हां फ्रेंच करेक्ट वो बड़ा वो, वो, तो वो कहता है एंड वी आर फ्लैशिंग दिस व्हाटएवर नंबर इफ यू हैव एनी और क्योंकि अभी तक पता नहीं चल लगा ना पीपल हु किल्ड शुजा तो थ्री पीपल ऑन अ मोटरसाइकिल हियर आर द फोटोग्राफ्स 
if you have any information of where they are or where they aren't, मैंने कहा भी, अगर where they are, go back to, बहुत ही बता, go back to Ronaldo, मैंने कहा, I also have to call and tell you where they aren't, so I started calling the number, मैंने कहा phone करके बताऊँ, they are not in my house. But you I didn't thought, do that. I thought so many people will be calling and saying they are not here. They are not. <laughs> oh my you God! I should use this for nuisance. You should be asking <laughs> where they are. Abey where they are? Do you want? That is investigation, sir. ऐसे ask कर और मैं बैठा हंस रहा मेरी माँ पूछ रही है मैं पागल हो गया. मैंने कहा आजकल कुछ भी चूतिया पे लो news हो जाता है. कुछ भी. मतलब it is that level. It is like Trump. कुछ भी बोल दो. भाई ये किया मैंने तो किया नहीं लेकिन अब भाई का बोल दिया तो बोल दिया तो मुझे बड़ा मजा आया लेकिन मुझे सबसे बड़ा दुख ये होता है कि मैं अभी देखता हूँ कि राहुल शिव शंकर या ये प्रोफेसर प्यारेलाल जो भी नाम है इनका कोई कॉलेज उनको बुलाता होगा जी आप हमारे स्टूडेंट्स को बताइए जर्नलिज्म कैसे करते हैं कोई ना कोई बोलता है आप जी की नोट दे दिए और लोग सोचते हैं कि चलो यार इसकी बात सुनते हैं और मैं सोच रहा हूँ यार क्या हम एक जनरेशन ऑफ फिसड्डीज पैदा करेंगे कमाल है खैर <laughs> anyway, on that note, Ritu, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, before we give our recommendations, that I have the song for the week. Na aakshe, na dhishe, hamko kya kisi se? Na ni chahe kuch bhi bolay, bolay, ham to kuch bhi bolega. हम बोलेगा तो बोलोगे के बोलता है हम बोलेगा तो बोलोगे के बोलता है हम बोलेगा तो I just would like to once again tell all our subscribers and also your Mufat Khors who keep doing chindi whatever saving the media rumble this time will be on the third or fourth of August our subscribers will get the advance schedule in the email also for 2019 we will send be sending you what we are planning. So if you have any feedback on what kind of guests we should call in 2019 to talk do let us know it's a forum where you have media professionals journalists tech experts investors policy makers talking about where the media is going it's free for subscribers uh, but others have to pay so you can type uh, you can send in your feedback on subscription@newslearning.com on what you'd like to see in 2019 2018 dates are 3rd and 4th of august so let's start with you manisha What are your recommendations for so, the week? So I'm going to recommend a really nice piece by Iftigar Gilani in DNA on Sujat Bukhari, where he's gone gone into details of the kind of smear campaign he's faced because of his track two efforts of peace. You know, he attended a conference in Dubai. How uh, there was a vicious online campaign against him almost a month before uh, his murder, hmm. where he was called whatever an India agent and all that. So I, and so very. <laughs> very heartfelt piece written by someone who really knew him well and you know spent his time with him and also uh, another piece that raman sir had actually sent us on our group on uh, the journalist as a lone wolf oh. i think it's a really beautiful profile of uh, saimur harsh and it has this one line which you know that back then reporters were given time and money to do the things that they wanted to do and i think that's really important so subscribe For the yes, money, at least. For the money, at least. <laughs> Time आ जाएगा. Hmm. Ritu. I have. Um, I don't have a laptop here, so I'll just like this. Sure. George Takei has written this beautiful piece today um, on his experiences of being interned at an internment camp during World War Two. He was five years old, and he says that I cannot believe that I am having to say this. That even use these words that. even then it's not you know as bad as bad as it was now where 
he basically was removed. He and his parents were thrown into this stable in a horse like and a stall. And this is in context of the child policy. This of is the in Trump. context of the uh, right. the border. Uh, my God, that's crazy! Facility. I heard the, the ProPublica. The cries, my God. And for once, I felt like Indian TV anchors are still better because you had this Fox person. She's actually like, this isn't like you know, this is more like a summer camp. It's like a vacation. She's actually comparing those detention camps to like yeah. summer camps for children. Yeah. yeah. And where he says that at least thank God I was with my parents. They didn't separate us. And then, you know, the very, this very ironical point that that we even have to say this after so many years that it is not as bad. It, that was not as bad as this is just, mm. just terrible. Yeah. It was a, it's a very lovely, heartfelt, uh, beautiful piece. Anand? No, we were talking about daddies and test tubes. <laughs> so, and uh, <laughs> last uh, Sunday there was uh, Father's Day. Mm. So, though in, in India it's just tokenism as anywhere else. Right. Uh, yet, uh, I am uh, recommending two poems, Hindi poems, related to fathers, different types of poems. Uh, one is by Nagarjun, uh, Gulabi Churiya. So uh, it uh, basically the point is that uh, fatherhood uh, feelings of fatherhood are not constrained to a profession, and how uh, means very mechanical looking people have same paternal feelings. So it goes like this: that uh, a private bus ka driver hai to kya hua? Saat saal ki bachchi ka pita to hai. Samne gear se latka rakhi hai, char churiyan gulabi bus ki. So it's a long poem about mm. uh, his fatherly feelings. Second is uh, by Shurikant Tripathi Nirala, Sarojim Smriti. So he wrote it after the death of his daughter. So And he is regretting that he ha didn't have adequate ec economic means to get her treated. So he says that... Uh, Sukhbe mein pita nirarthak tha kuch bhi na tere hit kar saka jana to arth gamo paaya means how to earn money. Mm -hmm. I did know it. But raha hamesa sankuchit ka hai. But uh, I was uh, means very say sigh about taking those means to earn money. Rah kar anarth arth parth par harta raha mein swarth samar. So means so these two poems on Father's Day. Raman sir. I'll uh, replug a piece I think written in 2015 on uh, the money spent on yoga day. So today being yoga day. Mm. So I think it was in 2015 it started and it was 35 crore rupees. Mm. So I just want people to read that and, and think I mean whether this is right for a government for a country to you know spend so much money on a project like this why can't we start celebrating anti-poverty day or or uh, more employment for people i mean day mm. so i think uh, i'll suggest that okay i have uh, my recommendation for the week is of course watch the world cup um because all of you who watch cricket and argue with me and send me hate mail that cricket is a sport watch this this is a sport and the piece that you must read is in the Players' Tribune. It's called I've Got Some Things to Say. It's by Romelu Lukaku, who is a striker for Belgium. He's also a striker for Man uh, Manchester United. And in fact, in the last match, he scored two goals. It is such a casually yet intense piece. It's so casually written, but it's so intense. And it's, it's, it is so moving. Uh, I think it's a must read. 
uh, of course when you're in india your understanding of poverty is a lot more than if you're belgian but even so it's a beautiful piece by a beautiful man who plays a beautiful sport on that note thank you panel thank, thank you for joining you. us thank you too. thank you again sometime until next week do subscribe pay to keep news free cuz when the public pays the public is served when advertisers pay address served support independent media support news laundry goodbye until next time then all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel